Hello and welcome to the Fermanagh Christian Fellowship Podcast. We want our church community to continue to grow over the next few weeks. We plan on doing this by providing a weekly podcast with Mike Williams based around community. So for the next 10 weeks, tune in every Wednesday for a fresh podcast. This week, Mike is sharing about prayer. So let's hear what he has to say. I want to talk today about prayer from James 5, 13 to 18. Our sense of community at church is strong and we often refer to it as our church family. When we were able to meet together, we were a family together. Although all those opportunities are a luxury we don't have, we are still in this together. However, there's a danger that our family unity becomes fragmented and we don't want that to happen. So our challenge is to find other ways to build our community, our church community without meeting together. The other day, a phrase popped into my mind. It was the phrase, pray for one another. Prayer is one thing we can do even when we're apart. I believe that our church could actually move forward during these days if we learn to turn what seems a disadvantage into an advantage. We can turn the disadvantage of isolation into the advantage of community through prayer. When this crisis has passed and we return to church, we will be stronger and more united because we have prayed for one another. Don't we all want to belong to a praying church? This is our opportunity to make that happen. In this way, prayer is not second best. It is frontline defence against fragmentation in church. And indeed, it is frontline defence against the advancing virus. The phrase, pray for one another, is found in verse 16 and is in the middle of a paragraph about prayer. When I read that paragraph, immediately, some words stood out from the passage. Here are some illustrations. For example, in verse 13 we read, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. When I saw the words, anyone suffering, I couldn't help but think of how the virus has disrupted our lives and brought such suffering to our community. James wrote, anyone suffering? Then he should pray. The point he's making is a simple one. It's okay to pray for yourself. Sometimes people have said to me, oh, I think it easier. I find it easier to pray for other people, but I feel selfish if I pray for myself. Well, this is wrong. Prayer involves establishing and maintaining a close, intimate relationship with the Lord. And the only way to do that is to talk with him. In times of suffering, praying for yourself can be thought of as pouring out your heart to the Lord. Pouring out your heart means being totally honest with God. Honest about where you are in your relationship with him. Honest about your fears around your health or honest about your family. Honest about whatever. 
It's about being totally open with the Lord about everything and everyone in your life. Another example of words that stood out is found in verse 14, where we read, pray over him. The context of these words relates to elders being asked to go and pray over a sick person, anointing with oil and praying a prayer of faith. I'm focusing on the picture of praying over someone. What does that look like in your mind's eye? I imagine someone sitting in a chair with the elders standing around, perhaps leaning forward to lay on hands and praying with faith. We know that that's not possible to do right at the moment, but there's nothing to stop us doing it virtually. As you pray, picture yourself with the people you want to pray over. If you were able to be there, what would you say? How would you pray? Well, do it. In your virtual prayer, pray out loud over people you care for. Say the prayers you would say if you were really there. May I encourage you to pray over all the staff in the NHS, over all the support agencies and industries, over politicians and leaders, over pray over our country and pray over our church. Pray over the people who sit next to you or close to you. Pray over the people you have conversations with. Pray over the people who are, el who are the elders. Pray over the people who serve the tea and the coffee. And one other thing, pray over the scientists working for a vaccine. Two final words stood out to me, uh, found in verse 16. The words righteous and power. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Who wouldn't want to be able to pray powerful prayers? Powerful prayers make a difference. Powerful prayers have an effect. Powerful prayers carry weight with the Lord. Powerful prayers work. They seem to prompt God to take action. However, such prayers are possible from people who are righteous before the Lord. To become righteous or have a right standing before the Lord, we begin by standing before the cross of Jesus. Go to his cross in your mind's eye. Go stand there and look up at Jesus. What do you see? Well, you're looking at a sacrifice being made. A sacrifice being made on your behalf. This sacrifice effectively takes away all the sinfulness that prevents you from being righteous. As you stand before this sacrifice, pray. Pray believing what Jesus has done for you. Pray confessing your sins to him, asking God to take them away and casting them into the sea of his forgetfulness. Pray surrendering your life to him and inviting the spirit of Jesus to abide in your heart forever. Through praying like this, 
your standing before the Lord will change and he will put his Holy Spirit into your inner being to form a connection that will last forever. May we build community together through prayers like this. Thank you for joining our first Fermanagh Christian Fellowship podcast. Next week, Mike's going to be sharing on love one another. So let's tune in next week for that.